selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Welcome to another exciting and new edition of the Thought Police Christmas Day. Close to Kevin O'Sullivan is here. Very good afternoon to you. Hello, Mike. Um, and there's plenty of news to go around. People saying uh, this week
faint in the shower with your wife? What was it? The shower well, was on. It was too the hot. The shower was really hot. We just smoked a joint. I was about eighteen. <laughs> I was nineteen. I mean, I was young. I don't know what was going on. Um, and she was she was the the only wife I ever had. But she, so this was when we just shortly after we'd met. Um, we were in, in this house in Bath and uh, both getting women, university. Only one wife, right? Yeah. Uh, only one wife, yeah, thank you. Um, and anyway, yeah, so I don't remember how it happened exactly. I just remember sort of, like you, waking up slumped on the floor of a shower with the water pouring on Fucking hell. And I never, I never before or since has it happened to me. Yeah, it's, it's a strange thing. Apparently, I, last night I went down like a fucking... Yeah, I mean, you're lucky you didn't smash I, your head. Yeah, really, Because that's the danger, isn't it? Yeah. You, where you break, you, you, sort of, yeah. you know, smash your forehead over. And then you know, all these people, yeah, okay, I'm going, nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah I'm fine. But it, I, it did turn out it was fine, so I'm assuming... As I say, it was a blood sugar crisis, soon sold by a fucking great yes. of Coke Jerome and a fucking yeah. great bowl well, of Well, I think chips. that's obviously, obviously the cure, is a bowl of chips for yeah, almost everything. And a big glass of red wine. Yeah, so it doesn't like, sound like there's anything wrong. Happy days. And you feel fine now, right? Yeah, I do. But also, to go back to your point, I, I think it feels pretty Christmassy. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I don't really feel Christmassy until I stop working, and that'll be next week. And then suddenly, you know, you suddenly realise, right, here it is, we're going down and, you know, put the presents under the tree and all that kind of stuff. Um, My daughter's arriving, that'll all be great. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, Not such a happy Christmas, though, for those two twats in Montecito. The gruesome Harry and Meghan, who are literally watching their world disappear before their very eyes. (laughs) And who are officially now Hollywood's two biggest losers. And that's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, everyone's turned on them. Literally everyone. There's nobody defending them now. No one. They're absolutely fucked. Uh, and they really need to change, not raise their game, they need to change their yeah, game. Yeah, they do. Because whatever they've been doing up till now has just left them in a fucking world of shit. Yeah. Uh, well, it's because of all the things I think that they haven't been doing. Yeah. Because all of the, you know, somebody made a good point last night, I think it was Robert Johnson with me, that they don't finish anything. They, they get, you know, not, we all know some people like this point. where you get the contract but then you don't do anything. That's a good you know? point. You know, they get the contract with Netflix, fuck it up. They get the contract with Spotify, don't fuck do it up. Don't you do know, anything. Do one fucking podcast in a year. You know, um, they get sort of, you know, invited to things and then they fuck it up and they don't get invited back. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, always, it's all you're like right, that. You're right. And um, the reason they've been voted, or not voted, they've been named as the biggest losers by The Hollywood Reporter uh, in Hollywood, in LA, uh, and I can tell you, uh, you know this anyway, but The Hollywood Reporter is like, the show yeah. business bible yeah. it is Tinseltown's bible and they do this every year and the reason they've chosen Harry and Meghan as the biggest losers is first of all their brand has plummeted their income has plummeted yeah. they've fucking lost 11 million dollars right. down right. on their on previous donations to Archwell and uh, the Hollywood Reporter says it's because there's such a couple of fucking whiners yeah. their white his whiny yeah. book spare their whiny documentary on Netflix, imaginatively called Harry and Meghan, always moan, moan, moan. Now, you and I both uh, lived in America for many years, and the one thing they don't fucking like in America no. is moaners. Right. People who go, poor me, poor right. me. Especially it, when they're not poor, yeah. uh, and they're living in a very, very uh, good state of affairs. They've got a great house, they've got plenty of money. What the fuck do you keep complaining about? Yeah, yeah. In America, the thing is, you, the shit's happened to you. The American way is... Dust yourself yeah. down, get up and fucking get on with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And these two, all they do, incredibly, considering they're worth fucking zillions and they live in a fucking mansion with 19 bathrooms in it, all they do is play the victim card. In what way are these two multi-millionaire 
privileged residents of one of the most expensive places in America, Montecito. Yeah. In what way are they victims? Well, they're not, are they? That's yeah. the point. And not only are they not victims, they're not poor. You know, he was banging on about how he was cut off by his family <laughs> when he's been given a £30 million fucking trust fund by his yeah. mother, yeah. right? But you know what I found interesting was the Netflix bit because everybody had said how brilliant the Netflix documentary had done, how it was, you know, groundbreaking. They were, they were going to direct a load more documentaries themselves. I mean, that's all gone now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going to do anything. I mean, it was, it was a fucking moan fest. Oh, poor, poor me, poor us. And then switching, uh, so them saying, oh, royal family are racist, they're all racist, and then switching the narrative to all of Britain yes. are racist. Yes. All of us have benefited from slavery. Well, my family are from fucking Ireland, and by the way, even if they weren't, uh, they would never have had enough money to be described as benefiting from slavery. Exactly. I mean, that's the bottom line as well. Um, that they talk about um, all of that and they let the world believe that the royal family was racist, that Britain was horribly racist, people in this country made hay while the sun shone and made a lot of money out of it, the old race industry types, right? And then suddenly he comes here to promote his book, doesn't mention it. He goes, um, oh, no, no, that was the British press that made that up. Well, that's not true, right? is it? Pollocks, did they? You <laughs> fucking well insinuated, more than insinuated, that somebody in the royal family was racist. And, and, and you let that be belief be held by everybody in the, in the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, so, you know, that Oprah interview was Meghan going... They, they show someone was concerned about the colour of our unborn child. You yeah. Remember? She uh, said, remember, what? Yeah, what? <laughs> what? That was so she ridiculous. She said, what? It's not that fucking right. dramatic. Oprah. About the colour uh, of uh, the baby. So, so think about that, how that is framed. Yeah. That is a clear accusation of racism. Of course it is. To say it was, they were concerned about the colour of the skin, and then fucking Oprah said what, that it would be too dark. Yeah. She yeah. said yes. And then Harris tried to say, uh, we never said anything about them uh, oh, being, no. being racist. That was the British press. No, it wasn't. You fucking ginger idiot. It was you <laughs> and your fucking wife. No, I mean, I was saying the other day, can you imagine the day after the, 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 the news came out as well uh, about the fact that they hadn't made any fucking money and that they'd been, you know, as you said, nine million quid down. You know, imagine being in the house with her that day. You know, she'd be yeah. throwing things, fuck, you know, you fucking asshole, Harry. What the fuck have you fucking done? Yeah. You fucked it all up. Because yeah. she'll blame him. Because he's clearly one of those women for yeah. which there is never a fucking bad day. You know, it's no, nothing's ever her fault. It'll all be his fault. And he'll be just sitting in his fucking room going, fucking worries me, you know. I'm a cunt. Yes, you are. Yeah, it's like Angela Levin, the royal biographer that we both have on as uh, guests on Talk TV quite often. She, and she spent a year with Harry writing yeah. his biography. And uh, she said about Meghan, that the thing about Meghan is she's got to win. Yes. She's got to win every situation. But, like, but she's like a high school girl winning, yeah. though. It's not like a real person winning. It's like a high school girl getting the one over on her rival in the playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know? absolutely. And, you know, oh, she went out with him, so I'm going to go out with him now. Yeah. And then I'm going to make him hate her. It's yeah. kind of like a fucking. It's like an episode of nine hundred two one zero. She's in fucking right. And then, you know? don't, don't forget that what she did was uh, that uh, the Royal Foundation, which is a charity run by Kate and William, which had uh, ten million pounds worth of donations last year, and uh, and uh, spent seven million on worthy causes. There, charity's going fine. They post a video of it of. Uh, Kate and the kids helping a kind of uh, baby band. Yes. Called. I don't know what one of them is, but they were obviously doing good works. Uh, and uh, the next day 
Archwell post. Yes. Here's Harry and Meghan yeah, yeah. doing a lot of good work. But except, you know, you talk about the millions and millions of pounds that Archwell raised. What do they do with it? You know, where's it fucking gone? What they spent it all? And it's all, all I overhear them saying is, oh, we helped some Nigerian schoolgirls with their period pains and we got them some, you know, uh, you know menop- what do you call it, menstruation products. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, how much did that cost? Fucking 10 million. Do fucking no. favour. So, so two years ago, uh, in American money, uh, the Archwell Foundation received donations worth $11 million. Last year, this just emerged, they received uh, donations of $2 million. Right. So, sorry, $13 million two years ago. Right. Uh, uh, $2 million last year. So they're down $11 million. Yeah. And those $2 million, uh, that, two, that was two donors. Right. Two well, donors. I wonder if one of those donors is him. Or, you or, know, or Oprah or someone yeah, like that. Because, you know, you go, fucking hell, we haven't got any money. You better make it look as if we've got some money coming in. And then suddenly you go, Rob, you've got a million. Why don't you just put it in there? Yeah, I mean, it's for that. what that means is basically no one is donating to Archwell. And why the fuck would they? I mean, who are they? Right. Just a couple of fucking people in Montecito. Yeah, why, right. should we, why should we donate to them? And they don't charity? actually, I mean, if you say to them, what is the cause of your charity? What good cause do you give to? There isn't one. They yeah. kind of ch- pick and choose who they want to give money to. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah, so she... Um, so 2024 is going to be a pretty shit year for them, by the sounds of it. Well, they, they've got, as, as I say, they've got to raise the game, their game. They've got to change yeah. their game. Otherwise, they're in the deep shit. Because they will have a very expensive lifestyle, won't they? So all of the, I mean, also, he's wasting bucket loads of money on these lawyers that he's paying, who have obviously done a great job of nobbling him and saying, oh, yeah, this will be a good case for you, Harry. <laughs> yeah, just give us about 100,000 quid, and we'll see it through for you at the High Court. Yeah. And he's going to get fucked, isn't he? Uh, his litigation, or both their litigation, it's just ridiculous, yeah. isn't it? You can't take it. A... about five or six cases going on at the same time. Yeah, you take a piss anywhere near Montecito, they'll sue you. Yeah, right. I mean, fuck's sake, what right. is wrong with them? Uh, I know. So everybody, it comes down to this, uh, Mike, as far as I can work out. Why aren't they doing very well? Because nobody likes them. Because they're not, they're not very... very li- well, they're not likeable, are they? No, they're not. I mean, he's not very bright. I mean, everybody who knows him says he's actually quite thick. I mean, not just genuinely not very bright, but literally just stupid. Well, you can you know. kind of tell. You can. You? Yeah. Did you see that stuff in the Standard yesterday from the Duke of Beaufort, who's got a book out, and he was talking oh, about yeah. how when he was about 18, he came to some party. With the Queen and, thing, and, and, Well, there was that. But there was also, he was chucking, you know, girls oh, into yeah, a swimming yeah. pool. You know, funny. and he more or less had to be told, you've got to stop doing that. You know, that's not really how you behave. Yeah, did you're five girls. Yeah, just chucked them all in a pool. Like some sort of public school. Yeah, Id- idiots. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then when he was raving around, um, you know, tooling around London, you know, doing all sorts of, you know, things which may have involved drinking and drugs and all the rest of it, which he's admitted to, um, and ripping down a picture of the Queen, snogging men and women, I mean, I don't really give a shit. I liked him better when he was like yeah, that. Yeah, no, when he was Jack the Lad. But all this kind of bullshit about, you know, holy, I'm holier than thou and you must yeah. be very nice to your wife and all of this. Do fuck off. I saw, of course, I mentioned the Bullingdon Club there and, of course, he would never have been a member of the Bullingdon Club because that's a, a club full of posh people who go to Oxford University. Fucking uh, Harry would struggle to qualify to get into a primary <laughs> school. He's so fucking thick. <laughs> 
I mean, this is the guy who had to keep going back to try to pass. He got two O levels. Yeah, well, yeah, they they had to go back to keep trying to pass uh, two A levels. I think it was so he could get into. Yeah, I'm struggling with this art A level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he could get into sand. Can you draw a picture? Yeah. Okay then. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, fuck them. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Fuck those two. A very unhappy New Year to them. Yeah, indeed. Let's talk about another dickhead, um, old Rishi Sunak, the man who's busy destroying Britain. Um, uh, at the same time as praising himself for doing this. Do you know what he put out as a tweet today? God, Check right. this. Uh, Hi, in guys. 2009, England was ranked 27th in the world for maths. Today, we're 11th. And he goes, wow. that's what our new advanced British stand is all about. So I just retweeted it and went, hurrah, we're not in the top 10. What the fuck is he shouting about? So Why are yeah. we 11th? So if you're first... Well, first three, maybe. If you're third... Top three, third. yeah. But why would you... Boast about being 11th at anything. Also, he's That's obs- fucking ridiculous. He's fucking obsessed with maths. Yeah, I know. Well, isn't it? Yeah, because obviously he was good at it, um, so he can count all his money. Brilliant. Hi, hi guys. Yeah. I mean, uh, that. that <laughs> hi, guys. That's uh, so good. That really is him. That little oh, guy. That, that uh, little guy, though, is in such a world of shit, isn't mm. he? Talking about Aaron He doesn't Megan, seem to but... know, though. He doesn't seem to realise that he's in a world of shit, does he? Well, this is. It's, this is what's funny. He's getting an increasing reputation in Westminster mm. for being, and I quote, tetchy. Right. Right. So uh, he's given an interview to the Spectator right. saying, I'm not tetchy. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to give an interview yeah. to a magazine to say, I'm not tetchy, chances are you are fucking tetchy. You're probably tetchy. quite tetchy. I bet he's pretty easy to wind up, by yeah. the way, you know, which is what you and I do well, for a living. Apparently, yeah. apparently, he cannot take personal criticism. Yeah. So if anybody says to him, I don't think you're handling this migrant yeah. crisis that well, Richard. No, don't go. No, guys, you can't say that. You know. Well, even in Prime Minister's questions this week, he was actually trying to make out that his five pledges had been met. It's like, what are you fucking delusional? Yeah, yeah, Where he yeah. goes, yeah, we've brought inflation down. Well, you know you haven't. Um, actually, that was nothing to do with you. Uh, the growth is on the up. No, it isn't. Um, well, debt's going down. Is it? Are you yeah, sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think so. Infinitesimally. Uh, we've slowed the boats. We haven't stopped them, but there's yeah, a third yeah, yeah. less coming, which is bullshit as well, because it's only the fucking weather. Um, and what was the fifth one? Oh, the NHS. Well, that's fucking not the... Yeah, that's that going, going, going for you. That's that going for you. The NHS, as you said uh, this week, is, is once again entering yet another winter crisis. It's going to be... No, it's about to fall over. Particularly, it's going to be their worst winter ever, like yeah. they do every fucking yeah. year. Yeah. It might help if those... Fucking doctors didn't go Stop on strike, strike just before Christmas yeah. and just after New Year. Yeah. Two peak times. Those wankers, right, have to- chosen very carefully, if you look at the calendar, they're going out on the 20th, which is next Wednesday, uh, t- for three days. So 20th, Key 21st, days, 23rd. Yeah. So when they come back, it will be Christmas Eve, which is yeah. a Sunday, which they won't bother doing. So they'll have that <laughs> off. Then they'll have Christmas Day off because they don't bother doing it. Uh, then they'll have Boxing Day off. So that's six days off, basically. And then uh, they get back to uh, the 27th, 28th, 29th, and then, oh, fucking hell, it's New Year's Eve. Better fucking take that off. And then on the 3rd, they go on strike for another seven days. So effectively, they're off for two fucking weeks. I think this is... This is these the are, fucking game is up. These are uh, strikes in the form of a festive holiday. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what it is. Merry fucking Christmas, Merry you Merry fucking cunts. Christmas to you, you fucking... <laughs> Doctor assholes. Yeah, doctor, I'm a doctor. Doctor death. Yeah, doctor. Fuckers. Exactly. They really do think they're special, these fucking doctors they as well. Really do. By the way, Doctor Who's gay, apparently, Is he? after all these years. Really? He's well, the new one. The new, well, yeah, the new one. Uh, or is this the old one? What they've been doing 
the last couple of weeks is uh, uh, there's um, been a bit of transaction. David Tennant, yeah. Tennant has come back right. as the Doctor. Yes, and uh, his sidekick woman they they, they hook up with, <laughs> they hook up with Isaac Newton. Yeah, uh, who's who's mixed they, race apparently? Uh, uh, Isaac uh, Newton's mixed race. <laughs> He's not fucking white. They've done that was a, he? He's been played by a mixed race actor. Oh you know, and you just go, what? Yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, uh, BBC, uh, Russell T. Oh. Davis, I've got a bit of information for you. Uh, the word is, Isaac Newton wasn't mixed race. <laughs> uh, and, but anyway. Now just laughable, it's just laughable. It is laughable, but let's check. You might as well have him played by a horse. So, so, so Catherine Tate, uh, oh, yeah. who, is, who plays... David Tennant's sidekick. Yes. Uh, she goes, sit, meets her eyes at mixed race eyes. Fucking wankers on. She goes, oh, he's hot. And then David Tennant, as the doctor, right. goes, yeah, he is hot, isn't he? Oh, so, so, and then he goes, is this who I am now? He's gay. Right. Well, Russell T. Gay. Davis probably wants them, everyone in the show to be gay. Oh, well, yeah. Know, because, yeah. Because he's a great uh, aficionado of the gay uh, lifestyle. He wants people to be open about it. And that's all fine. But you don't have to fucking rewrite history, do you? Uh, no, you don't. Um, but uh, the Doctor Who has always been like the epicentre of BBC. But the, point about, but the point about Doctor Who is that he's meant to be not human. He's not meant to be like anything else. He doesn't have to have... Well, you don't have to, you have to ask whether he's gay or straight. I mean, I watched Doctor Who both as a child and with my kids, and not at no point did anybody ever ask, "Is Doctor Who gay?" Yeah, I know. Nobody fucking asked the question. Why I would mean, you? There's, there's like, you might as well say, you know, does Doctor Who like getting fucking tied up and fucked in the ass? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested. You know, that's the Christmas adventure this year. <laughs> The Christmas special. Yeah. Do- the doctor gets tied up and fucked in the arse. Actually, I watched that. <laughs> so, yeah. By the way, it's a ratings winner for the BBC. Yeah, yeah talking about the BBC. <laughs> Fuck, what about fucking Lineker this week? Oh, yeah. Before we talk about him, then, let's just take a minute because I want to stop and, and, and bring a message to you from our friends at Shopify. Hey, Kevin, do you know what that means? It's that something I've been hearing a lot lately. It's that ka-ching noise. And I have to say, uh, it sounds like money to me. But I feel like I'm missing out because it seems like everyone is either starting a side hustle or a business or becoming their own boss. And do you know what they're hearing a lot of? It's this sound. It's the sound of a yet another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your very own business. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionising millions of businesses worldwide. And it's coming to the UK. It's in the UK. You can get hold of it anytime you want, whether you're selling T-shirts, whether you're selling podcasts, whether you're selling uh, any kind of merchandise, whether you're selling fine art, uh, or whether you're selling flaky salt, uh, you could also be selling something to do with fashion, homes and gardens, health and beauty. You know, I mean, Christmas is coming up after all. Uh, you might as well get a bit of a boost. Covering all of your sales channels, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can successfully grow your own business. It gives you a shopfront-ready point-of-sale system so it's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Shopify even gets you selling across social media marketplaces like Facebook, Instagram, And TikTok, Uh, it's full of the industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth. Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without learning new skills in design or coding. So I think even you could probably use it. Thanks to 24-7 help and with an extensive business course library, Shopify is also ready to support your success every step 
of the way. Um, and also, what's lovely about Shopify is that no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify will be there to empower you with the confidence and the control to take your business to the next level. A little bit when we decided to go out there and start doing live shows, and when we started doing podcasts, and we started doing all sorts of other things, and merchandise and all of that. You know, it's time to get serious about selling and get Shopify today. Uh, this is all possibility powered by Shopify. Uh, sign up for £1 per month trial period at shopify.co.uk slash thought police. It's all lowercase. So go to shopify.co.uk slash thought police to take your business to the next level. Don't forget shopify.co.uk slash thought police. Yeah, let's talk about the BBC and Gary Lineker. Fucking, look, look, the chronology of this is, uh, it kicked off like last weekend when Gary Lineker signed, towards the end of last week actually, he signed a petition, right. uh, a bunch of lovies uh, condemning the Rwanda. Yeah. You just actors, we don't give a yeah, right. fuck what you Listen to think. what Ricky Gervais has you, to say. Yeah, 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 well Ricky Gervais I would listen to, he's not... That's what I mean, but when he said to them all at the Golden Globes, don't yeah. fucking come up here yeah. and make a speech, you're fucking actors, nobody gives a shit well, what that, you think. You, he, said, he said what he said, yeah, nobody cares what you think, you're fucking actors, most of you didn't even go to fucking school. That's right, yeah. <laughs> uh, exactly right. Um, anyway, so he signs this lovey's petition. A lot of people say, well, this has broken the BBC's rules. BBC, in a really mealy mouth, yeah. said, ah, uh, what it, this is a paper signature. Yes. So it's not social Technically media. Technically speaking. It's, so he hasn't broken the rules. But they fucked that up, didn't so they? So then he gets involved in this fucking great squabble right. on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, uh, with Lee Anderson... Jonathan Gullis, yeah. the Tory backbencher, and, and of course Shaps. Grant Shapps, yeah. in which he fucking insults all three of them. Uh, he, he accuses Jonathan um, Jonathan Gullis of not being able to read. Uh, he accuses uh, Grant Shapps of having multiple identities, with some justification, yes. by the way. But that's not something Gary McGill would the, know, though, is it? Yeah, but the point is that the... The, the social media rules that, that were created at the BBC specifically for him yeah. after he compared the Tories to Nazis uh, do dictate you can if you don't work for the news department like Gary doesn't you can express your opinions on social media but you must be civil and you must not impugn and, or and undermine make personal attacks uh, right? make, make yeah. personal attacks undermine others characters well, he 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 uh, he's you know he's been extremely rude to yeah. all three of those MPs, uh, and he has impugned their character. So, as the incoming BBC chairman Samir Shah told Parliament, there's no doubt about right. it. He's broken the fucking yeah, right. rule. So what but are you going to do terrified. about it? But they're now terrified because having set up uh, an escape clause for him by saying it wasn't on social media, he then rams it to him and goes, "Well, I don't give a fuck about that." Because here I am on Twitter now doing it, yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's almost like he's taunting the BBC. Yeah, he is, and he—I mean, I don't—I mean, I wonder whether he just wants out of it. I think he or, does, or whether, in fact, they're going to get not renew his contract, and they've told him that, and he's just trying to manoeuvre it so that it looks like they sacked him because of his politics. Because then he can pretend to be a fucking martyr as well I, into the bargain. I agree you know? with you. I think he wants to exit the BBC, signalling his virtue as the last of the, of the great liberal heroes. You know, I will not be suppressed. I will. Ab- you know, so he looks brilliant to all his yeah. lefty mates. Right. And his uh, podcast business is going very podca- well, thank yeah, you. He's making a fortune from his podcast business. He's uh, making a fortune from Walker's Crisps. 
And uh, I, 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 my theory is he's got a job waiting in the wings anyway. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe in Qatar. He, yeah, yeah, his he, favourite country. He, yeah, he likes that, yeah. doesn't he? He likes it. But he, he, you know, he's broken the rules 100%. So what the fuck is that uh, Director General, Tim Davey, going to do about it? Right. Well, obviously, he's shit scared to do anything. But the other thing that I find extraordinary is that people are now beginning to, 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 to agree with me, I think, is that clearly an awful lot of this is being driven by Alistair Campbell. Alistair Campbell, who is now his big mate, who does a podcast for him, which does very well Rory uh, with Rory Stewart you know they're both Tory haters they are both very deeply uh, sort of embedded into the, the now sort of new Labour fucking um, answer for everything and I think a lot of what he says is is kind of not sponsored by but kind of from an original idea by Alistair Campbell yeah. here's what you say about that fucking idiot Grant Shapps you're not going to tell me that Gary Lineker knew that Grant Shapps had history in which he had three different identities that he used to run three different companies who would fucking know that? Not yeah. Gary Lineker. Oh, no, sure, sure. I mean, he's taunting the BBC. I agree with you. Yeah. Far be it for me to feel sorry for the BBC. But given that they've got a, a weak director general who's terrified of his own shadow, yeah. he won't do anything. I actually feel sorry for the state broadcaster that this fucking ex-footballer goal hanger... Gary Lineker, uh, is inflicting damage on them day after day. It's like ramming a fucking knife up their arse. Yeah, I know. You know why and he's making it? them look idiotic. So I love the BBC. Well, stop fucking damaging it. Yeah, then. right. He is absolutely single-handedly taking it apart from the inside. Well, well, it really is quite why, extraordinary it, it, to see. It, it, you know, why can't I be... He ain't that valuable to them. When, when, no. when he was suspended from uh, Match of the Day... The ratings actually rocket. Yes, uh, it's not that valuable. So why? Well, there's lots of other people who can do that job, and yeah. people have said to me this week as well that their kids, a lot of young kids who watch football, have no recollection at all of Gary Lineker as a footballer because it's a long time ago, you know. And so anybody who say under the age of about 22, 23 doesn't even fucking know who he is. So he's not a draw for them. Yeah, well, you know, all the. I mean, I remember him as a player. It was, it was a, not bad. It was all right. It wasn't that great. I yeah. didn't think it was a, quite a good goal scorer. And all the other footballers, they they they, they uh, hated him because they thought he was a goal hanger. Yeah, yeah. That he poached. Right. He just hung and I mean, around. yeah. There's nothing wrong with doing that, and he was and he was very good at it. And he also, you have to say, he did break a few moulds. He went and played in Japan. He went and played in Barcelona. Uh, and he spoke Spanish very well. He's not. I mean, for a footballer, he's a very smart guy. He's not stupid, you know, but no. he's not. But he's not God's our gift to fucking the Labour Party any more than um, than anybody is. You know. I just would like Tim Davey, the Director General, to say, "Okay, we've been." They should just go fuck off, Gary. Exactly. Just fuck off. <laughs> you read my mind. Yeah. Uh, but you know, something along the lines we've been putting up this with this shit since March. Uh, he's goading us. He is hereby dismissed. Right. Fuck off. Uh, on uh, my show the other day, we had a guy called uh, Roger Bolton, who's a really oh yeah, I saw that veteran yeah. uh, BBC. Uh, he accused Lu- you of Lu- not Lu- of not being impartial. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what he said. I mean, he's actually a nice guy, but he said, "Well, I find it really, really rather rich that there you are having a go at the BBC for not being impartial." Uh, in your intro, you were hardly impartial. Right. I said, "We don't pretend to no, be." No, exactly. Yeah, we, we also, express also, our. You're, you know, he's not paying your salary, whereas no, we're paying fucking Gary Lincoln's exactly salary. Right. But anyway, uh, he is a dyed-in-the-wall BBC man, and uh, he said, uh, uh, if you want my prediction, I'd be extremely surprised if Gary Lineker is presenting Match of the Day next season. Yes. And I think he probably is very yes. close to the edge now. Yeah, I think so. And I guess it'll all come down to the contract, won't it? Because yeah. I thought I heard, did I not, in the last time this all came up, that he just signed a new contract. No, no, he's negotiating. Oh, is he? Apparently. 
million. Right. Uh, maybe because he's on one point three million pounds yeah. and he wants more money. Right. Uh, and uh, maybe, just maybe, the BBC are playing hardball with him and saying you can't. Have and it. maybe, well, there's another interesting wrinkle then because maybe he doesn't want to work for them for less than one point five or something, and he's going to say, well, they forced me out because of my politics, rather than yeah, the, him yeah, saying exactly. he won't take the money. He wants to disguise the real reason for his exit with some kind of heroic exit yes. because he's a, 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 a scion of the left. Right, because the other interesting thing was that up until certainly yesterday, um, which was, you know, two days into this latest scandal, um, apparently the BBC hadn't even spoken to him. Well, I think, I think as of yesterday it still happened. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Tim Davey uh, seems to think he can get away with this, stick his fucking head in the stand like an ostrich and say nothing to see here. Right. Well, he ain't going to get away with it. No. He's going to have to do something. And eventually, and this is all goes back to the last time they rolled over and let him come back in after they suspended him and nothing happened to him, right? Because they got shit scared that everybody else walked out with him. And because of that... They rolled over, and he thinks he can get away with murder. Yeah, you know, he'll never they stop. came up with these rules. I mean, other people have to obey them, but these new social media rules, because of that Nazi row back in March, these were created specifically for Gary Lineker. Right, and he then tweeted, "All very sensible." Yes, and now he's breaking those laws. Of course, he is because he can't help it. He literally can't help himself. And I, I, by the way, one last point about Gary Lineker. Yeah. you and I know about this whole newspaper men. Uh, you get this syndrome, folks. Uh, some p- people who get into the papers a lot become absolutely addicted to yeah. it. He wants to be in the papers day after day. And he wants to be day. trending on Twitter, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He, 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 he's addicted to his own fame, I think. Yeah. I think he's just very smug and he's got plenty of money. He doesn't really need to work. If he, if he, you know, if he didn't stop, if he stopped working tomorrow, he'd be fine for the rest of his life. But he clearly, you're right, he's clearly become very self-absorbed very fucking smug, and he's got that fucking Alistair Campbell, who's not a very pleasant individual, fucking winding him up to do it. Uh, and this is a, this is the ultimate irony. Uh, we won't go into details, uh, but uh, tomorrow, uh, you and I will be going to a party, and uh, one of our fellow revelers will be. Mr. Gary Lineker. He probably will be. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be there. Yeah. So well, we'll, we'll have a drink with him. Yeah, well, <laughs> we, you, may, you may or may not have a drink with him. I mean, the point is, is that actually, when you meet the guy... He's not a horrible cunt. He's a nice bloke. But he's, 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 but he's, but he's single-handedly... Pretty, he's pretty selfish, though, I think. I think he's selfish. But he's a pretty selfish... He's a nice guy to have a drink with. He's a nice enough guy, but I agree with you. I think he's a... Well, I did tell him... There's an argument he's a selfish... The last time when I saw him last year, I said to him, you don't care if I just keep calling you a fucking hypocritical cunt, do you? He's like, no, don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that was a conversation. Uh, I, I, but I think you're right. I think he's a self-obsessed narcissist. Yes. Yeah. He is. You uh, should tell him that. Love, loves himself You should a tell lot. him that. Well, Definitely. Should we finish up with um, the world's horror? Yeah, from one self-obsessed narcissist yeah. <laughs> yeah. to another, Gary. I know what I'm talking You're about. You're just like me, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> what about... Without uh, the money. Should we finish up with uh, Nigel Farage? You know, oh, the man yeah. Who's frightened the horses and got lots of people very upset because they've discovered, actually, shock horror, he's not a bad bloke. Uh, yeah, exactly. And he came third in I'm yeah. a Celeb, uh, which was... Uh, a lot better than most people thought he would do. Uh, he was a nice bloke. I mean, if anything, I would say it's probably just for that show a bit too nice, a bit too ordinary, yeah. uh, a bit too normal. He's not a show yeah, busy guy. Yeah, but he's also he's not a sort of hysterical, crazed idiot from some bizarre fucking world of reality TV who's putting something on every time they speak. He was just himself, 
And, you know, he he's another guy that, you know, we, we know well, I know very well. Uh, he's just a decent bloke. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well... And he's painted as this sort of vicious monster who hates everybody foreign, which couldn't be further from the truth. No, and here's what's happened. Bloody, his bloody girlfriend's French for a kid. Well, yeah, oh. his wife was German. Yeah, yeah. Fucking what's the matter? Why does he like English women? He's a fucking... Yeah, he's a fucking traitor. Bastard. Uh, anyway, uh, I know for a fact what happened. I mean, basically, uh, do you know that... Idiot Fred Syriacs, the uh, oh yeah, who I'd never heard of, the celebrity waiter, yeah, uh, you know from France, of course. So you know, Brexit terrible, Wanker. remain, remain. Nobody remain. in France gives a shit about Brexit. Yeah, but but, well, I suppose but he, he does. But he, he thought that being all remainery and saying yeah. it was terrible Brexit, he thought that would be good for yeah, the yeah. showbiz career right. and that would get him lots of votes. Right. He was fucking voted out, but you know, right. after about three days, everybody twat. hated him. Yeah, but. Apparently, there's lo- the, the, you saw a little contretemps between Fred and Nigel about Brexit um, and about various other aspects mm. of UKIP policy. Yes. Saw a little bit of it. Apparently, they went fucking hammer and tonks for days. And uh, Nigel apparently says it was fucking dynamite. And apparently also, of course, Nigel Farage is going to kick the shit out of some of he is. waiter like Fred Suryx every time. He won the argument right. spectacularly. That's what we didn't see. That's why Farage is furious. Uh, ITV star... And that's why he's having a go at Kevin Lyon. Yeah, well, right? he, said, was he, he said they fucking edited me right. to make sure I didn't win. I think that's true. Yeah. ITV have hit, hit back saying, absolutely not true. So Farage has said... Uh, a guy called Kevin Ligo is head of programmes at yeah. um, ITV uh, Farage said uh, well uh, if you want to go to war with me yeah. uh, let's do it Good luck. I, I wouldn't advise it if you want to uh, talk to somebody who went to war with me you might, might want to have a word with Dame Alison Rose <laughs> who, worked at, who used to work at Coots until she got involved right. in a public spat with me, and now she's unemployed. Right. Uh, so, and he warned Ligo, and this is what Farage can do. Mm. Uh, if you want your share price to plummet, I can organise yeah. it. Well, they're doing quite well on their own on that front, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but Ligo but will make but, it worse. Yeah, he would make it a lot worse. Well, anyway, listen, um, Christmas is coming. We'll do another podcast before Christmas. We'll do will. another one yeah, next definitely. week. Yeah, yeah. Um, not sure what we're doing Christmas week, but we will let you know. Um, and we are, I know we keep saying this, we are still trying very hard to get something organised to do a live show. Yeah, well, we will in the new year. We'll definitely do it in the new year uh, when Christmas will be gone. It'll be 2024. Anyway, uh, there you are. Um, Have a decent weekend. Uh, Don't do any fucking stupid. And uh, fuck you all. Thank you.
selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to do we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash audioboom, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash audioboom now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash audioboom. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 